Hello and welcome to episode 10 of Expensive Science Baby. I'm Amy. I'm Chris. Double digits. We made it. Good we, job. We made it. Yeah, episode 10. <laughs> What's going on this week? Oh, we have so much to talk about. Let's not dilly-dally. <laughs> oh, all right. Yeah. We, we even have to skip infertility in the news. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. What infertility is... in the news! Yeah, so we're going to have to skip that because there's so much going on. We want to make sure it's under an hour, this podcast. Well, let's let's be fair. There's not really anything in the news. I'm sure there is. We I don't just... want to leave people hanging out there <laughs> thinking, oh man, they might have skipped the best story ever. It was a holiday weekend, so we didn't do a lot of research. So it's possible there's stuff out there that we didn't get. To. And we are selfish people, and we were had a lot happening for us individually. Personally, which we will tell you about. We did? Oh. Yeah, yeah. This I week. thought you meant this weekend. No. Like, no, shit, not I just sat here and did nothing. Right? <laughs> um, okay. Happy, happy 4th of July, by the way. Yay. 4th of July. It's 4th of July. Welcome it's, to Earth. Welcome to Earth. <laughs> it's also the, the, you call it the the holiday that cats and dogs hate. <laughs> Most cats and dogs, I think. Our cats don't care at all. No, they don't give a shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, Cat Corner this week is our cats don't give a shit about fireworks. It's not Cat Corner. Oh. <laughs> Trying to jump ahead. All right. First, we're going to start with our mailbag. Mail. <laughs> I feel like I should add something. To sure. That, so. We did get an email yep. from a listener. From M. From M. Which is not a J. <laughs> <laughs> it's close. <laughs> uh, she was just tell- saying thank you to us. I'll read a little bit. Just want to say thank you for sharing this podcast. You're helping educating many of the struggles of IVF that is just not talked about much. I guess we don't really educate too much. I'm sometimes we're like, remember that one drug that does that one thing? And you're like, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> your podcast and all the detailed information is helping others. Who, that, that's where I have issue. <laughs> who might have, uh, all the detailed information helping others who might have anxiety as well as in the situation. We try to give some details. We're pretty fuzzy on some of the details. So, but I appreciate that. I think that. we, I, I'm not sure. There are places we are very detailed Everybody who listens, which is now over a thousand people who listen to our first podcast. That's true. No, very intimate details about the insides of my body. Your body, <laughs> but not the process in general. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Well. Uh, so I listen every week and keep sending many positive thoughts your way. Thank you very much, and We really appreciate it. Yes, thank you. Can't wait for Amy's picks to be put up, too, <laughs> which I think we did. We did. Yay. <laughs> Lots so that- of popular... I think the photograph of my socks of dignity was oh, quite quite popular def- on our facebook page definitely the socks <laughs> the cat socks <laughs> they were cats weren't they they were okay correct all right so that's our mailbag thanks i appreciate yeah. it send us some stuff out there if you want expensive science baby at gmail.com correct what else so, we got uh now it is time for cat corner oh cat corner cat corner meow meow cat corner meow <laughs> that was a really good meow well, I just wanted to bring up that today is the one-year anniversary of when we got Zelda. That's right. When we too early got Zelda. We might have gotten her too early. <laughs> um, she So she's already a year, but this is a bigger deal because this is the day we got her exactly one year ago. And uh, she's our baby kitty, obviously. She's the youngest. And she's really small. She is a tiny cat. Although there was a picture I was going to make like a photo collage to put on the, the Facebook because people just, you know, can't get enough pictures of my cats on Facebook. Uh, and she actually, in one pose, she looks like a grown-up cat. So I think it's just we're used to seeing her all the time. I guess. And she is smaller than our other cats, but she's a grown-up. Yeah, she's still a small cat. Yeah. So anyway, Zelda is pretty special to me. She's basically my therapy animal. <laughs> you could very easily get her license as a therapy oh, animal. I looked it up. It yeah. would just cost me $80. Well, there you go. You can I bring can her take everywhere. her anywhere. <laughs> She's pretty good on a leash, too. She'd be fine. <laughs> so, anyway, happy gotcha day, Zelda. Oh, because we did get her to this yeah. yeah. So, they will get canned food later. Yeah. She's currently uh, in a recovery coma she was outside for at least five hours today with me <laughs> so she's very tired in in uh pseudo cat corner news the hawks have moved into our yard you took that picture of the hawk on our swing set <laughs> yes if you are a personal friend or know us on our personal facebooks i mentioned hawks were circling quite a while ago and that was unusual oh, yeah chris got a message <laughs> they live in our neighborhood so now not only have do they circle they, I opened the door yesterday to put clothes on the clothesline, and it was right in front of our, our step, on the ground, this huge hawk. And then it slowly, didn't really care that much that I was making noise, and then it slowly <laughs> flew onto the swing set, and then its friend hawk flew into the yard and That's sat right. on the fence. There's two of them. There's two now. There used to be one. Now there's two. But calm down, everybody. 
Zelda is always on a leash and a harness, <laughs> and she's always with. I'm always out there with her. Right, because Zelda's small. She's small. I think Neo could take one if it comes to that. Neo is our black cat, yeah. and he is, I think, 15 pounds, maybe only 12. Why is it important he's black, Amy? Because black cats don't get enough love. <laughs> They're the least adopted cat. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're right. <laughs> black cat lives matter, Chris. <laughs> I, I, but, so that's why we're talking about the hawks, because I worry that the hawks will attack Neo. I'm a little worried about that, too, but he's big. I think yeah. I think they look at him and think, I can't. But he's a little scaredy cat. He runs away, so. But outside, he's jungle cat. That's true. Maybe he's a fierce jungle he cat. He does get outside. into fights a lot. It seems like he does. So. He doesn't right. like people coming oh. in his yard. And then Battle Cat is she just hangs out on the deck. She gives zero fucks. But she don't fucking care anymore. She's when old. When she was when we she was brand new, and you lived with uh, Derek. His name is Derek. Okay. I didn't know if we were saying that. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry. So the, the cat is out of the bag. I live with Derek. <laughs> And we had her outside. And remember, a hawk flew down to get her, and she met it midair and fought yeah, it off. Yeah. She, like, jumped up and raked. And then, like, the, that hawk was like, fuck this, I'm out of here. There's a rabbit down the road that don't got hot talons or claws, I suppose. So I'm not worried about Battle Cat at all. Yeah. I'm worried about... Zelda's the only one I worry about because she's super small. She's small cat. So... But yeah, hawks, we got them. Maybe we'll put pictures up those on the Facebook too. Uh, yeah, so, we talked right. about them. I it's have that kind photograph. of cat related. All right. <laughs> All right, what we got now? Stress level. Stress level check-in. Okay. Uh, I Oh, am I starting? Yeah. I'm number two, which I think is Dorothy talking about Olaf because she just watched Frozen or something. That's not it? <laughs> Dorothy, when Rose tells a St. Olaf story. Oh, yeah, that's it. So it's mild uh, irritation. Yep, pretty much because tomorrow I have to do stuff. Okay. Which brings me to my stress level, <laughs> which is at Serenity now, yeah. almost level five. Which we, is... we don't have decimals. You got to pick one. That's what you yelled at me yesterday or last week for. But, but it's still Serenity now. Okay. It's high up there. It's very, but I'm very yeah. high up Serenity yeah. now. The reason being, everybody, my surgery is tomorrow. First surgery. We talked about this on the last podcast. Yep. I got the surprise of my uterus decided to grow some polyps, which is a brand new thing, I think, for my uterus. <laughs> we should be, it's new for your uterus. It's not a new thing. Your, no, your no, uterus no. I said new for my uterus. Yeah, your uterus didn't develop new things. No. Like, hey, look what I found. I made this up. It's amazing. <laughs> no. no, nothing like that. And I had to get it done by a certain date, July 9, in order to continue with the schedule that we have for this IVF cycle. So my doctor's amazing and got me in tomorrow morning. I had no choice in the matter. I was called and said, I just scheduled your surgery because you had to have it done and we had one opening. I said, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I have to pick you up from that tomorrow. Right. So my I do. I have to be there very early in the morning at like right. 7 o'clock. So uh, Chris starts his work day usually around 10 or 10.30. I started at 9. <laughs> okay. Anyway, 6 o'clock is pretty early for Chris. So I thought, well, I bet my dad could just drop me off on his way to work kind of. Because my dad lives near we near us, and he works in St. Paul, so and I, my procedure's in Minneapolis, so it's, it's on almost the on the way. Yeah. And then Chris will pick me up. Right, but I have to get blood drawn tomorrow, which is a new thing that they can't out of the blue, which is okay. BS. You're skipping around. <laughs> We're talking about me, but I do like it how Chris likes to throw in the one thing he has to do. This is a second thing now I have to do. I have to get blood drawn. For no real reason, they want to make sure I'm not STD positive in any way, which I've had many of these, but I understand. Sure, whatever. It's BS. <laughs> so, poor Chris. He has to have his blood drawn tomorrow. Let's um, just all have a moment of silence. On the way to pick you up, I have to do this. In support of Chris. You know on his stressful day tomorrow. Maybe you won't get picked up tomorrow. <laughs> maybe you won't get picked up tomorrow. Maybe you'll be waiting. I'll say, wait up, go to the front door. I'll be waiting for you. You'll just be standing there with the IV in your arm, waiting in your gown with your socks on. <laughs> so, they, so they called me to, to schedule it, and they gave me extensive instructions. Very nice. I, I love everybody so far I've talked to in regards to my clinic uh, with my regular doctor with this procedure. And we talked about how to get there. Apparently, it's very complicated where I have to park and where I have to walk to. I have to take two showers. I took one already this evening. <laughs> that was weird. They said take two showers. I'm very dirty. <laughs> very dirty. <laughs> Which actually I am because I worked in the garden all day. So I was uh, I had dirt everywhere. And then I have to take one again in the morning. And they didn't say that. Or they suggested I get scent free soap. <laughs> and so I think I bought that, but I'm not sure. So I'll use that tomorrow. 
Uh, um, all right. And then, so that was one phone call. Great. And then the next day, I got another phone call <laughs> reviewing all the same things we just talked about. But it was funny because she said, did they tell you to check in at 6.30 or 7? And I said, uh, 7? And she said, okay, we can't decide as a clinic if we tell people two hours early or an hour and a half. I was like, okay. (laughs) It's like the TSA. They're like, just get there 12 hours early. I'll be fine. (laughs) And what was funny about what she said? Oh, I can't remember now. But I have to have a person with me for 24 hours after. I'm not sure if it's after when they give me the anesthesia or 24 hours after when I wake up, but I'm sure they'll tell me. Right, so I'm home tomorrow night to make sure you You're don't... You're home all day tomorrow, and then tomorrow night. <laughs> Except for when I got to get my blood drawn. And <laughs> I meant for as, as of when I am home. Yes, and yes, I'm there to watch you to make sure you don't pass out. So I might have to move you downstairs for a little while, I don't know, or maybe... Well, I have a schedule of visitors, I think, oh, who are coming excellent. after work is over. Excellent, okay. And uh, Ben thought that I would be fine enough to carry bricks, but I'm not. I don't even know what that means. Is that a euphemism for something? No. He was going to pick up bricks for his fire pit because we have all that extra stuff the from bricks. our yard. The bricks. The extra bricks. Yeah. And, I, and he said, oh, I'll come on tomorrow after work. And I said, and I texted him and I said, I don't know what kind of, how I'll be feeling then, but we can play it by ear. And he said, oh, what? You're going to be sick tomorrow? Or are you like general soreness? And I said, I'm having surgery, bro. <laughs> anyway, he forgot. Did he use but I thought general, it was funny. <laughs> did he use general soreness? Because that's a Buxton thing, isn't it? Actually, I think he did say soreness. Yes. He didn't say general soreness. Buxton was out for general soreness today. For the twins. <laughs> yes, twins. Yes, yes. So anyway, so that's happening tomorrow. I'm glad that they fit me in. I am very nervous about it, however. I haven't been under this kind of anesthesia ever. I think I was under super anesthesia and quite requiring a ventilator when I was a kid. And that was terrifying, waking up and having that in my mouth. But I don't have to have this this time. But I don't, I've never been on this one before, so I have no idea what that will be like. And I don't know how much pain I'll be in afterwards. I imagine I'll have pain because they're doing things inside my body. I think you'll be okay. Scraping. I think you'll be okay until the meds wear off, and then you'll be in pain. Well, that's what I'm saying. I have no idea. <laughs> so you so could, like, walk home out. if you needed to. I'm just yeah. saying. All right. So I had all this planned out, planned my dad, dropped me off, Chris picked me up. And then, I don't know, one or two days later, Chris says to me, what time is your procedure again? What time am I picking you up? And I said, I should be ready to come home by like 11. Right. And he said, oh, I'll have to reschedule my massage. <laughs> so boo-hoo, everybody. I'm pretty sure I didn't say it with that type of drama. <laughs> that you you said, she th- she's only there on Tuesdays. <laughs> yeah, she's only on Tuesdays. I'll have to schedule it for next week. Because I said, just make it Wednesday. I get a massage like once a month, all right? Once a month. So I, I was looking forward to it, obviously. <laughs> so not only does Chris have to get his blood drawn tomorrow. Yeah. And Chris does not get to get a massage tomorrow. It's like a double whammy so of negative. So basically, tomorrow is a really rough day for Chris. Hence my level two Dorothy talking about Olaf. <laughs> so if you all could just, you know, get, send him good thoughts tomorrow, well wishes for him to get through his really tough day. <laughs> I'm about to flip this table over. <laughs> I'm only speaking truths here. Well, so to speak. Your, your truths are... I see the sarcasm in your truths. You can't hide it. Anyway. What's funny about that is when he said it, I, I laughed and laughed and laughed. And then I said, that's going to the podcast. And I said, whatever. <laughs> so now that's, that's our life now, I guess. Yeah. When we do talk about things, we save them up for the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, tomorrow's going to be a hard day for both of us. We've, we've gotten yes. that out of the way. Uh, I'll hang out with you, make sure anesthesia doesn't do weird things to you. And then uh, that's our Tuesday. That's our Tuesday. So by the time a lot of you listen to this, I might be out of surgery. Who knows? Yeah, and I might be watching you. Hold in in uh, agony without the back rub or I, the massage. I do have to go to the gym tomorrow, too. So I have to do that in the morning. Or when somebody comes over to watch you for a little bit. See, uh, Laura's coming over after work, so she won't be here till like 4.45. See? That's like a perfect time. And then I only, oh. need, I only need like 35 minutes at the gym, then I'm good. Okay. Because I ran it yesterday. Oh. Yay! Oh, goodness gracious. I'm glad we figured that out. This is you. all add to level two <laughs> level two. I'm really glad he gets level. to exercise tomorrow, everybody. <laughs> ah, I'm done with you. Podcast being shut off early. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that was all arranged last week on Tuesday. Right. And then on Wednesday, Chris and I got to go together 
to the nurse consultation uh-huh. appointment that we had scheduled a long time ago. That was fun. And <laughs> we got there. So I'm, we're going to review that whole visit because it was quite, quite a visit. Chris got to park in the parking ramp for the first time. Uh-huh. Very That's exciting. Kind of a big deal. Got a token. And am I right? It's like the first thing they do is give you the token. They definitely do. I've Very sti- important to them. I'm still not convinced it's more efficient than parking on the street, but it's 50 cents cheaper. So there you go. Well, we were actually at this nurse consultation a lot longer than you thought we were going to yeah. be. So we, there would have been a meter situation. Yeah, you're probably right. Plus, this place this place pays for that parking ramp. Right. I'm going to get all the parking I can out of them. <laughs> I don't think it works that way, but Whatever. okay. They don't get any more of my money. <laughs> But anyways, yeah, we went there. Um, I did notice when we were waiting at the waiting room, or waiting, yeah, the waiting room, that nobody in there is jovial. <laughs> we're like the only ones that laugh every now and then, or, you know. I So while I agree with you, I think that's true for any medical waiting room. Really? Yes. What about the medical waiting room to, like, enlarge your breasts or something? Um, Probably the same. Even because <laughs> when I was studying improv in college improvisational comedy acting an exercise we had to do was like for a week was to observe people doing regular everyday things and like journal about it and the thing I noticed is when people are doing a regular thing they look really crabby especially when they turn in their vehicle and they're driving and they turn crabby and I think it's because they're just thinking about what they are doing or not thinking about what they're doing and they don't care what other people are think of them at that moment because they're by themselves in their car on the tree. So I think it's kind of similar to the waiting room situation. Well, I would agree with that, except for there's always a, it was couples. So like the couples were rarely talking to each other. If they were, it was like very somber tones. And maybe I don't know they have things going on, but we we're the only ones that seemed to try to enjoy this activity as we're doing it. <laughs> it no, try to enjoy is wrong. Uh, I'm enjoying it. I'm getting twenty thirty thousand dollars worth of enjoyment out of this. <laughs> At least I'm trying to, anyway. <laughs> I just think not everybody uses humor to get through things like we do. Oh, definitely. That's true. We can be broken. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, because uh, this is a very stressful... I guess. Know, I guess. Awful sure. kind of thing that you have to go through if you want to... I agree. Throw people. So I think that's part of it. I just... I don't know. I, I think that there is humor in tragedy in some ways, and there's tragedy and humor both ways, so... I don't know. And like I said, it's how we deal with things. So I just noticed that people were not... Like one gentleman made eye contact with me as I was laughing with you. And he looked at me. He didn't look mad or anything. He just looked like, what are you doing? Which guy? <laughs> On the left? Yeah. Okay. Well, then there was a couple that came in that I, I pegged them as it was their first visit because they got their picture taken. <laughs> That's right. We never talked and about our picture. we have a reminiscence to share with you. <laughs> yeah. In, uh, and maybe we told you, but I don't think we did. We didn't. No, we didn't. Our first visit, they took our picture. Together as a couple. As we were standing there at the check-in desk. Yeah. It was weird. It was very uncomfortable. <laughs> and I'm sure it's like the worst picture ever taken of us. Whatever. It's probably the best. Uh, I think it's so that they know what we look like I'm when they saying, call our names, I'm just, probably. I'm saying I look good, so I think it was the best picture ever. <laughs> I'm sure I look terrible. But yeah, it was interesting. But I, I, I suffered with them as they were like, oh, we have to take our picture? Okay. <laughs> right. Okay, so yeah, we got there. We noticed that stuff. Then the lady came to get us, right? We didn't have to wait that long. I was actually impressed. Like, Yeah, we got there a little early. We were fine. We waited like six minutes. Not too bad. I, I did want to tell you a story, though, about the waiting room and why we were laughing. Okay. <laughs> this, this is kind of a... almost sounds like an episode where I'm mean to Chris, and I don't mean it to be... But it's, Chris says silly things sometimes. It's just like life. And <laughs> Amy's mean to Chris. We move on. <laughs> um, I don't remember what exactly we were talking about. Something about computers and IP addresses. <laughs> we were talking about how we're getting close to a thousand downloads for our first episode. Oh. And I said, but what if the same person listens to it over and over and over again? Yeah. <laughs> and Chris said, Amy, that's not how the internet works. <laughs> He was basically the Jimmy Fallon character uh, from SNL, your company's computer guy. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> yes, it was. was. You even laughed really hard because you realized what you said. I realized that I said it a little more <laughs> snooty than I meant to. But yeah, I did say that's not how the internet works because I knew your follow-up question was going to... I knew what you were getting at and then I, I responded very quickly with, oh. that's not how it works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because that is not how the internet works. If you listen a hundred times on one computer, it still only counts as one unique listen. <laughs> I think, I believe I said, what if you open a new browser and right. then you, then it was... That's still not how it works. That's not how the internet works. <laughs> <laughs> but 
I think that's a nice segue. We did reach a thousand listeners on the first episode. To our first show. Yay. Yay! And I believe we gained a country. Uh, yes. I think we gained the Netherlands. Oh, that's right. It was Netherlands. Thanks, Netherlands. Maybe it was Harold. No. <laughs> Harold, yeah. He was a camp counselor when I went to camp from Any, the Netherlands. Seriously? Yeah. Not everybody you know is from the place. <laughs> yeah, it was the Netherlands. Sweet. It could be. No, I'm putting my foot down. <laughs> That's my foot going down. <laughs> camp friends, I feel like Harold would listen. Uh, okay. Anyways, let's move on. <laughs> okay, so we're back at the nurse console, console and she calls her name. Let's not say what her name is. I don't remember her name. Does she have okay. an initial? T. T. Hey, T. She was very pleasant. She was Mrs. T. She pitied all fools. Oh, I was like, what? <laughs> I, think she, I think her name badge just said name, comma, RN, not like Mrs. No, she's just <laughs> Mrs. T because she pitied the fools. So she took us back um, and she said, the room we're going to, we normally use smells, so we're going to use a different room. Did she say smells? She said it smells like food. I didn't know that. I thought she meant it just wasn't ready, but I, you were no. ahead of me, so. She was like, it smells like food because we had a potluck or something. She's like, so we're not going in there, we're going in here. So yeah. we were like, okay. <laughs> Whatever. <Arr! laughs> yeah. So we went into a conference room. We did. <laughs> a boardroom, a business room. I felt like a very good businessman. <laughs> Super fancy business room. Yeah. The chairs were amazing. <laughs> I did not enjoy the chairs. I'm too short. That's true. But I did take a picture of it. I'll put it up on Facebook. Because <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was an interesting place to have our nurse consult. For there's three people at a table for like 15. <laughs> okay. Oh, where do we want to start? With your oh, the nurse consult. I know what we'll start with. I mean, it was a, like a long It was session. long as hell. And we got so much information. Oh my God, I got bored. I was like, uh. And now, but the first thing she said to us was, did you bring your book? <laughs> <laughs> to which we responded, why would we bring things that you give us? <laughs> this is our third book now, I think, that we have. <laughs> yeah. So we are the worst patients. Oh, definitely the worst. <laughs> because... We went to our first one, and I had none of the paperwork, remember? I was supposed to read yeah. all this paperwork, and our book, and I brought none of it. Yeah. And then, uh, then recap of what happened last week, when I said to the doctor, hey, you gave me this prescription for this antibiotic, what am I supposed to do with that? And he was like, you're supposed to take it when you start your birth control. If you, if you read here, it says take <laughs> Yeah, one. and it turns out it, it does say that right on the box, so. Best patient ever. <laughs> Um, and so again, we didn't bring our book. Yeah. I want to get to a point where we walk in and they just hand us a book. They're like, we know you forgot yours. Here's your new book. <laughs> but it turns out she said, well, that's actually okay because he changed your dosages. Right. And this one, this book we need because it tells us like things we need to do. Other than like yeah. the old book that just had suggestions. This is like stuff we writ- wrote that wrote in it, that stuff we have to do. Okay. So, um, if you'll play, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll just point at you. You can't really point fancy. at me. So the whole thing about big, the biggest part of this was to go over how you get your her shots. Yes, everybody. <laughs> yeah, and what surprised me, surprise, is I start um, giving myself one shot every morning. I start doing this Wednesday. So surgery into ah! shots into go. <laughs> So we got geared up. We're like, all right, podcast, 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 no, no, go! No, no, no. Oh, yeah, podcast. And now all yeah. of a sudden things are going and they're not stopping for... No. Hopefully for nine months, things are not stopping. Ten. ten. Everybody who's pregnant knows it's ten. Uh, ten months. But Especially Catherine. Shout out to Catherine. But wait, if there was a Catherine's guy... Catherine's at least a week overdue and she's miserable. If there was a guy listening, he wouldn't know what I was talking about if I said ten oh, months. Oh, right, right. So right. guys are like nine months. I know what nine months means. Nine months means baby. There. Bam. For forty-eight percent of my audience, right there. Do you really think forty-eight percent of men are listening? Maybe. Okay. <laughs> it's probably more like twelve percent. Probably. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. So this was to go over shots. We have lots of shots. Yes. Uh, and I, I don't. I don't know what I was going to say. But um. I have disappointments, but let's get. We'll get to that eventually. <laughs> okay. So yeah. So for like. So we should we talk about that? eight this days. Thing? So there are many different protocols in this book. So, yeah, on the Reddits, when I would read people saying, I'm starting IVF, I'm on this, I'm on the antagonist protocol. And, and uh, like, people knew what that meant, and they were talking about it, and they were like, oh, I did this many of blah, 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 and this many of blah. Which, hang on, I'm very, oh. I'm kind of disappointed that we're not on the antagonist protocol, because that just makes it sound so, like, James Bondish, you know, of the antagonist protocol. I think all that, so, 
I think it all has to do with how they think my ovaries are going to react. Right. So there's a bunch of different protocols. We're on what's called the... Luteal phase Lupron protocol. Yeah, which basically just sounds like you're going... You start your Lupron in the luteal phase. Right. Uh, Which are... Lupron is a drug. Luteal phase is a phase. (laughs) Protocol is a protocol. I wanted you to look up something to talk about. Okay. And I forgot. So I'm going to write Chris a note. Ooh. And he's going to use the internet. Is this how the internet works, Chris? (laughs) Shut up. Is is this... uh, (laughs) Are you going to pass it to me like in in grade school? Because I never got Uh, notes really in grade school. But all the girls passed them back and forth and I felt very bad. Please look that up on the internet. Okay. We'll okay. Do. So, so for eight, for eight days, I give myself one shot. She gives herself the, the shot morning. in the tummy. In the tummy. And that shot is just a little one. They, she said it's a diabetes insulin type needle. Right. Yeah. You should, and you you used it, or you got to I practice. Got to, with so it. I got to practice with all the drugs, and not only. Did I have? Did I get to practice sticking a fake tummy, like with the with the needle? I got to practice like putting, like preparing the needle, right? And like sticking it in, and flipping it over, and drying it out. And I gotta tell you, everybody, <laughs> I'm really, really good at this. <laughs> you could be a drug addict, yay! <laughs> According to the nurse, I like knocked her socks off. That's right. At my skills. And she, I, she was like, well, you are so good at that. Look at you. And don't worry, people. I have pictures of her practicing <laughs> with the fake stomach. So we'll put those up as well. If I approve. I haven't seen what I look like yet. It doesn't I'm matter. Terrible. It doesn't matter. You we'll can. See. You have no editorial rights over this. <laughs> A thousand people are going to see that photograph. Yeah. <laughs> Wait till they take the picture of you still on drugs after your surgery. Uh, no. You'll be like, oh. That's not happening, everybody. <laughs> It's not happening. We'll see. We'll see. I got specific instructions of how to where to park and what door to go on. That might be... I could take a picture of that. This green parking ramp that everybody emphasized. Nobody cares about the green parking ramp. I'm not taking a picture. No People, one's taking a picture of me. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> so anyways, we're doing this Lupron drug protocol thing. You got to stick yourself in the tummy for 10 days? Eight days. Eight days. With that just one shot. Right. But it is called Lupron. And did you find anything with your note-taking... Or with your thing? Uh, apparently, it's a transgender hormone people use. Or yes, can you look at how what it does in transgender people who are transitioning? And the reason I noted this is that I know that this is a drug that was coming for me. And I recently watched season two of Transparent on Amazon because I really liked season one. And apparently, I missed the memo that season two had come out many months ago. <laughs> so I watched it, and the main character. Um, I can never think of her, Moira, because I, it's an odd name. She has decided to maybe pursue hormones and like doing the medical transition. And they talked about Lupron was the first drug she would start taking. And I was like, Lupron? That's an IVF drug. Well, apparently it's an anti-androgen and it reduces testosterone. So I could see that being a transgender drug if you're transitioning from male to female. Yeah. Seems to be exactly what it does. But I wonder why... Well, it's also, in me, it's not blocking testosterone, it's also, is it? Yeah. I'd imagine. That's its job. It also says it's used in treatment of advanced prostatic cancer. So, Prostatic. Prostatic cancer. Or estrogen administration or either not anything except... Yeah, it seems like one of its main purposes is... I don't know what anti-androgen. Do you know what that means? Androgen is a hormone. Okay. So, it's yeah, that's what it does. Because I thought it was... I take Lupron so that my body doesn't do its own... Thing. So there must be and that, like start making eggs and stuff. On so its that own. must be tied to testosterone in some way. Maybe. Yeah. We didn't ask enough. Apparently, we'll ask more later. Well, <laughs> I didn't want to interrupt her with her shots showing, and her nails were real nice, and she couldn't get most of the vials open, and it, that was alone causing me some stress. My favorite part was that she kept saying, "We're gonna have so much fun today. We're gonna have so much fun." She did. She did. Lots of fun. How much oh, fun are we gonna I have? I will say my blood she pressure was, was really high. No, it wasn't. It was kind of high. So I typically have almost borderline low blood pressure. Right. So comparing that to how high it was at this appointment made me very nervous. I just think you were stressed like crazy. And you're going to be stressed and it's going to happen. So. And I'm, she had to take it twice. Yeah. Once with I, the new it, fancy thing. And it was too high. Like that would have been like troublesome high. It wasn't that. And then it lowered it a little bit. And so like she didn't have to alert the doctor right away. It was like 128 over 90. It wasn't that high. It was 80. It was 130-something. It was 130-something. It was like 131. Either way, it, was really, it wasn't that high. 
So I'm a little was, nervous about tomorrow. Like, what um, if I have a high blood pressure problem now? I would just relax. You don't. If you went to a nurse's thing talking about sticking yourself in the needle, you were obviously <laughs> at a high blood pressure because of that. All right. <laughs> so anyway, I thought it was interesting that that's also a drug used in um, male to female transitioning. Okay. So I thought that was of note. Yep. Yeah. So you'll be doing that for eight days, sticking yourself in the morning. In the mornings. With the tiny, I had to make notes, tiny needle. So I remember all this stuff. One thing I really liked about this lady is she was teaching us how to save money. She, she was. She's like, in each of these drugs. Is blah, blah, blah this much. And well, use all of the blah, blah, blah. It's pretty simple. There's 300 yeah. milligrams. In, that's not necessarily all. That's just that one. Well, hang on. There's 300 cc's. We'll call it cc's in, <laughs> in this one thing. And Amy needs 150 for each shot. So you dial up to 150 and you give a shot. You dial up to 150 and you give a shot. Now, there's extra in each one. Kind of like in Testino's pizza rolls. They don't give... If it says 40 on a bag, they Did give you... Did she actually say pizza rolls? No, I thought of this. Okay. So when there's 40 in a bag, they give you like 42. Because they don't want anybody suing people for getting like 39 in a bag. Right? So much like this, the drug gives you like 380. So you got like 80 additional. So you can somehow... She taught Amy how to like use that 80 and then also use the extra 70. So you kind of get like a free one every three or four ones. Well, and that's all well and good, but it does require an extra poke. <laughs> you do have to get poked once more, but we save money. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now on day 10 of my Lupron, I... Oh, wait. Oh, I also have to go in for a lot of blood work and ultrasounds so they, they can see how it's going with it's my inside. Starting at day 9, right? Starting at day 10 of Lupron, I go in yeah. for an appointment. And then you go in like pretty much every other day for like two for like a week. Yeah. Um, but then on day 11, my Lupron goes down in the amount I give myself yep. in the morning. By but then I, in the three morning, quarters. Holy cow. In the morning, I add more stim meds. What's it called? So the Lupron is telling my brain to not do anything. Right. And then the stimulation meds start, which are telling my ovaries to make a shit ton of <laughs> And what's it called? Menopore? Menopore. Menopore. And then gonal F. <laughs> Menopore is the one I take in the morning. Right. And then exactly 12 hours later in the evening, I get to do it, I give myself another shot of the gonal F. So on starting on day, day whatever day it is, 11, you have to give yourself three shots a day? Three shots a day. One in the morning and... Two in the morning, one, one in the night. evening. Ugh, see, and I do annoying. that for as long as they tell me probably around 10 days. Yeah. Uh, this is the worst part of the process for me, thinking that uh, for you. Like, yeah. I don't think I would like to give myself three shots a day for 10 days. No. But so, remember, I'm really, really good at it. It's true. She's very good at it. Sometimes you forget to, you know, release the flesh when you come back out, but that's okay. She said that's I okay. I asked what happens if I forget to do that because I knew I would forget. And she was like, it's fine. Right. So you're supposed to squeeze your belly, poke it in, take it out. No, unsqueeze your belly, then See? take it out. See? See? Easy to forget. <laughs> I didn't get to practice 20 times, so... <laughs> But anyways, Amy sat there and practiced with all these different things and putting the medication in and I'm Clicking sure... Clicking the pens because, yeah. uh, you know, you have a choice between brands for some of these things. And um, one of the meds, I think Gonal F is yeah, a it's the brand. I don't know yeah. what the drug is, but anyway. I know, I think that's the actual drug and that's like another name for okay. it. Okay, Philostin? Yeah, something like that. Come in a pen. And so there's two different kinds of pens they might come in. Right. So I had to so, practice with both. So the way I, I read it was this Philostin is Tylenol and this is aspirin. They're the same thing. Yeah, yeah. But they just have different. One's a brand name. So. But what I think is going to be the most annoying is the menopore I have to, is powder that I have to yeah. mix. Yeah. So you have to put water in this thing that has a little bit of powder in it, mix it together, and then draw it out, the, the concoction. Yeah. Yeah. Too bad you just can't, like, snort it. <laughs> Gosh, that seems like it'd be easier. <laughs> and so that's at least eight days, probably ten days. Depending, depending on, on how my how, ovaries are How doing. things are transpiring in there, yeah. Of these three shots a day. Mm-hmm. And then if it looks good, boom! It all, it all happens. What happens? Well, Chris gets to do his one job. Uh, I have, have two jobs. Um, now I have like three jobs, including my blood draw. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> I did not sign up for three jobs. Yeah. Um, so if it looks really good and my ovaries look like they have 14 to 20 eggs ready to come out, uh, then, and they're at a certain size, then they would say, Amy, tonight you're going to go home and at 9.30, Chris is going to give you the trigger shot. Right. So, so what they're... Oh, okay. No. I was just disappointed because... 
our friends did this and they said I, they gave or he had to give her shots every day for like a week or so for 10 days she must have been on a different protocol yes I only get to give one shot. It's a big fucking needle, though. It's, like, huge. Yes. I'm really happy about this, everybody. <laughs> very, very happy. It's, the needle, I think, is about two feet long. Uh... Okay. And so she was trying to explain to Chris that he wants... It's a big needle. To minimize my pain, he wants to shove it in fast and hard. But no, she didn't say that. No, 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 no. She, she said, said... It's like throwing a dart at a dartboard. Right. So I said, oh, okay. Amy, bend over. I'm going to throw this at your butt. <laughs> yeah. He actually, you know, he does his Chris humor, and what she didn't get. And he was like, so you mean I can just throw it at her from across the room like a dartboard? That's what she said. And she was like, Amy, do you want us to draw a circle on your body where he should do the shot? She did say that. And I said, yes. I forgot about that. Please, yes. <laughs> but I only get to do that once. It's kind of disappointing, uh, but... I don't know. I'm th- I think it'll be painful for you. So we'll- Oh, it'll be extremely painful. Because <laughs> it's like a two-foot-long needle. Yeah. It's like this long. You know, our friend said trial transfer was the most painful thing. Trial transfer didn't hurt. Yeah. This is probably what I will say is the most painful thing for this whole <laughs> ordeal, is when Chris had to give me a shot. <laughs> we haven't even done it yet. How dare you? <laughs> but then 36 hours after the shot is when I go in for them to take out the eggs. Yep. And Chris does his other job which is providing the other half of what's necessary in order to make a baby (laughs) (laughs) do you feel like you're not as important in this whole i really do i have three jobs now and that seems like a stretch (laughs) i know but i think maybe it's good because remember how like one of your jobs is to pick me up from the hospital and be with me all day that's not one of my jobs i didn't even come but i don't get to have my massage Are you going to bring that up forever? Because I will turn this podcast off. I will turn it off. Maybe I will. All right. So, um, she goes through all of this. Oh, only one time did she poke herself with a needle. Yeah, she poked herself. <laughs> I felt so bad for her. She's like, what you don't want to do is... <laughs> she did. And, yeah. yeah, she felt really embarrassed, I, I think. think. So. She's like, I'll go get this band-aid. It doesn't really hurt or anything, but I just want to bleed on people. <laughs> like, okay, yeah. She was really nice, though, we should say. She was very nice. I liked her a lot. All right. And, you know, we had so much fun. So much fun. Tons of fun. (laughs) This whole process, tons of fun. We go through all of it. I learn all the stuff. And she leaves to do something. I don't remember what she left for. But she left us alone for a little bit. And I I remember sitting there being overwhelmed and saying, this is a lot. Like, it's going to start. Once it starts, it's like, boom, it's happening. We're in it. And then it's like, over. Just doesn't stop. And what Chris said was, this is a lot of content for the podcast. <laughs> How are we going to get this all in and all our? I was like, "This is what you're thinking about." Well, I meant for this week. It's a lot. <laughs> They're not spacing it out for us. We need we need to space it out. We can't just have all content in one week. <laughs> Don't they know how to do a show? <laughs> Change your body to fit the podcast. So I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. All right. So that, and then that goes on for 10 days. So you basically got it, what looks to be about 20 days of shots, right? Eight days of the Lupron, then 10 to 12 or something of the arrest. And yeah. All right. And then we're, well, go, then we're off to the races, hopefully. Oh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I don't do math good. Yeah. Math's hard. Yeah. I think it's like 20 days of shots. Yeah. About. So everybody I work with expect me to be probably nightmarish. Starting July 15th. And if you could all just, you know, give give Amy a slap on this tummy every time she walks by. Just say, good to see you. And right on the tummy. Well, that's not the only drugs we talked about. I know. We also talked about the drugs. Cocaine. Oh, wait. No. Something else. Never mind. I we didn't talk about it. that's not helpful. But, um, okay. So we have the trigger shot that you do. Yep. And then at some point, they tell me when, but at some point I have antibiotics. <laughs> Hopefully they tell me the time when I start them. And you will have to read on the package when it says to do it. Right. And so then we'll do that. And then the day I go in for the... Oh, right. When I have the um, retrieval, I get anesthesia. Right. I think the same kind of anesthesia I'm going to have tomorrow. Yes. Because that'll be painful. They actually go through the vaginal walls with a needle. Yeah. So that's probably going to be painful afterwards, too. That makes sense. There's really no other way to get them, right? They'd have to follow the tubes and that just I figured they weird. were going to follow the tubes. Oh, I figured they go right through the but wall. The doctor said, oh, was it the nurse or the doctor said that they go through the vaginal wall because by that point they're so heavy they're just laying right on top of it. Can I ask you a question about this? <laughs> okay. So, they're they're going in to retrieve like they say like 14 eggs or so, right? As many as I've got. We don't want that cuz your body has a limited number. 
right? And it never makes more after that. Right, but number. remember, I have an above average for my age number. I know, but does that make it seem weird? Does that feel weird to you that they're like, I'm going to take 14. Suck it. Um, I did. I thought about this. But they're going to fertilize as many as they can. Yeah. And the ones that survive to day five, they're going to put the best two in me. And the rest are going to freeze. Right. Okay. I just thought I just thought of it right now. I was thinking, like, what if I had a limited amount of sperm? And they're like, we're going to take half your sperm. But I guess if it's being used for the specific purpose that we're trying, that it's yeah. used for, that's even better. Yeah. And it's not like, um, or what I was going to say is, I've also wondered, like, when you're on birth control, you don't ovulate. So does that, like, mean you have extra for when you're older? So does it stop it? It stops you from producing eggs? I mean, from releasing eggs. That's what birth control does? Pretty sure. If that is true, then that would be the case, you would think. I would think. Unless your body at one point just says, no longer release any, no matter how many you have left. Unless it, you do still release an egg, but it, your body just thinks you're already pregnant. No, no, no. Maybe we'll look it up and find out. We should move on. Okay. What was I saying? Oh, okay. So then, um, when we go back in for the transfer of embryos... Okay. I have to take a Valium before we get there. Right. So I think that'll be interesting. I've never ha- been on Valium before. And so the the, um, the antibiotics and the Valium are the only two things covered by our insurance. <laughs> uh, but I'm not done yet. I'm, I'm, I'm all out of place now. I'm sorry, everybody. Okay. Also, and when do I start these? They're written down. Hold on. What do you have to start? I thought she told me about these. The patches and whatever what have oh, you. Oh, that's afterwards. That's after the embryo transfer. Right, you start this I have patch. to do twice a day, I think. Yeah. Have um, progesterone suppositories, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was a little bit afraid of where I was suppositorying. What orifice exactly? Okay. Because one would be less pleasant than the other. You would think so. <laughs> because one orifice is made for only out. And one is made for in or out. <laughs> Depending on who you ask, those those things can in change. In my personal <laughs> life, it is what these orify are for. Okay. And I believe the suppositories go in the the vagina. Okay. And so I'm used to that. Yeah. It'll be weird. It will be. And I don't know, probably creamy. <laughs> probably a little messy. Let's not use the word creamy anymore. <laughs> Well, I was going to report. I'm going to report to our uh, listeners uh, what is happening, and then I also have to wear an estrogen patch. Right. Which I questioned. I was like, and I'm so glad you questioned because it made a lot of sense. So Chris was like, because because I, I have to have progesterone and estrogen. So with a spontaneous pregnancy, how come those are, things aren't necessary? And her answer. Do you remember her answer? Yeah, she said basically your body has been getting ready to do this, so it's produced it slowly by itself. Your body is not ready to do it because we're making it happen, so it basically needs more stuff to be added. <laughs> yeah, so uh, let me summarize. <laughs> I think I just said. did summarize. You, you provide the detail, <laughs> I summarize. So the way I understood it was, in this IVF process, they, being the clinic, are telling my body exactly what to do every hormonally at every step of the way. Do you think the clinic is run by a man? So a man is telling you what to do with your body every side of the way? Well, my doctor is man. There you go. Republicans at it again. <laughs> we love Republicans. <laughs> do your research before you vote, please. Anyways, continue. Um, and so, yeah, so they're turning my hormones off, or they're turning them on, and they're making me only focus on making eggs, not the other stuff of right. preparing. And exactly. So that's why she said that's why I have the... Progesterone and estrogen. And that made a lot of sense to me. Yeah. So that's why you get to do it. I might argue with my insurance company about those two particular drugs. Yes. Because right now they're not covered. But those two drugs are to support a pregnancy. Right. And in my insurance plan, because I have experience with this, everything to support a pregnancy is covered. And some things are covered 100% for pregnancy support. So that's a good thing to do. We'll see how it goes. I didn't do it just to get the stuff because I just right, wanted to get right, it. Right, right, um, Just to bring us back, it does say birth control prevents pregnancy based by, it stops ovulation. So it does yeah. stop eggs from being released. So unless there's like a hormone that tells your body to stop releasing eggs, even though you have a lot more, which I'm sure there is. Probably. Or your body just stops producing one of the most needed hormones because you're old. Yeah. Because that's what happens, ladies. You hit 35 and you're old. 
according to friggin' reproduction medicine, it is. <laughs> Seems like everything after 35, things go downhill. Like, come on, it can't be just one magic number for everybody. Yeah. That's stupid. But for insurance reasons, it is. Statistics. Yeah. I think it's based on statistics. All right. Okay. So what else we got here? Do we talk about? Okay, so then I think that's all, all the med review from our very nice nurse. Okay. And the fun times we had. Oh, then we got to talk to... We got to talk to somebody else. You already mentioned her name. Did I? You mentioned on the last podcast, you're like, on the phone, I got to talk to Stephanie, and she was really nice. Sorry, Stephanie. So Amy said, I hope we get to talk to Stephanie. And lo and behold, Stephanie came in, and she was super, super nice. She was. She was super great. So um, She was on her ball. Oh, is this a new segment? It is. <laughs> We had sound instead of money. <laughs> um, so we got to talk to Stephanie from finance. Because yes. once you learn all the details, then you get to talk to finance. And, and uh, she was awesome. So they know how you're going to pay for it. Yeah. She was super great. Yeah. You're right. I think. Here's what. I'm sorry. I'm trying to interrupt No, go I think that she knows more about my medical situation than anybody there besides the doctor. I think you're right. <laughs> because. <laughs> <laughs> and I question the doctor question thing, too. <laughs> because she has to fill out that application for right. the, um, I can't think of what it's called now, insurance program. I keep saying thinking insure, but it's not insure. It's uh, Advent, no. It does start with an A. Assure? Assure, maybe. maybe. Yeah, the, the insurance program where we get three tries for the for the price of three, basically. <laughs> yeah, but we could get a refund. We actually get six tries. Technically, yes. Because of the frozen. Yes, yes, within yes, there. yes, But yes. anyway, so we got to meet her in person. This is very exciting. She knows more about me because of my medical file. She actually showed me some things. So we kind of talked to her about when she would put in the application for this program. Which has to be very soon. <laughs> it really does. But it can't be yet because they have to have... Um, the report from my procedure tomorrow. Oh, right. So apparently when you have polyps, they want to know um, what the insides of the uterus look like and if it's going to interfere with anything. Because as we talked about before, the insurance program will only insure you if, if you're more most likely to be successful. basically on your own. They don't want to give you your money back. They just want to take right. all the money. <laughs> but then she said... She thinks it looks good for us. Yeah, she said, "I don't. I've never. I don't think there's a reason why they would deny you." Which Depending is on cool. what the procedure is like tomorrow. Yeah. And so for a minute, I kind of panicked inside. Oh. Because I thought, I still am almost questioning: should we do it or not? I can understand that. Because it's a lot of money, and what if it works the first time? <laughs> then that'd be great. But we then we have no money left over for another time. That's true. This is the first time we ever talked about another time. By the way. <laughs> oh. oh no, we talked about once upstairs where you're like, "Well, next time we do this," and I'm like, "Amy." We're going to be out of money after this first time. <laughs> When's the next time? <laughs> I have been thinking about this. Yeah. Let's get through the first time. Then maybe we'll start to think about the last time. Because what the, one thing you don't want to do is do it three times and then it not work. And then you have no money and no baby. At least if right, you have right. money, you could go back and do the frozen embryos or something. I don't know. You can do something else. Or adoption. Yes. There's more things yeah. to do. I don't know. Okay. What else was I going to say? Oh, so one thing she showed, she said... She was kind of um, flipping through my really thick file and saying, well, they needed to know this and this, and this number needed to be above 10. And I was like, what's that number? And so I think what I saw, and I think maybe she explained it, or maybe I just saw and figured it out by what I saw. That happened. But um, when they were doing my sonogram, they also took pictures of not only my uterus, but of my ovaries themselves, and they counted how many follicles each ovary had. Okay. And that number of follicles needed to be greater than 10. Okay. Mine was like 18 in one and 23 in the other. I do recall this, yes. And I was like, that's a lot of follicles, <laughs> Amy. Good job. <laughs> well done, body. Way to produce follicles. <laughs> but I also thought maybe that's why my um, medications were adjusted. Could be. Because they're lower now than they were when yeah, they yeah. sent me the original packet. That's true. So they must think I'm going to respond really, really yeah. well. To not a lot of drugs, which is cool, because that then makes the drugs cheaper. Yes, the less drug you use, the much cheaper it is, and it's ridiculous. It's like for 150 cc's, <laughs> like is it milliliters? I don't remember. It's a very very small amount. It's like 300 dollars, and then it doubles. So if you're using, you know, 200 instead of 150, it's actually like 75 dollars a pop. It, it adds up really freaking quickly. I was surprised. I'm not gonna tell exactly how much, I'm but anyway. So we talked to her. Um, Interestingly, with the insurance, there's two different options yes. to pay for. And so when she sends in the application, we have to decide what we're going to do. And so we did decide there. We could do 29000 for everything. Um, or we could do 23000 
but that does not cover ultrasounds and monitoring. Right, which is something we never heard about before. Did not. And the ultrasounds and monitoring, it's like... We have to bring half of it. It's like 1300 or something. But she said your insurance may also cover it. I'm unclear on that. I'm not, because it's... it's Not preventative or... Um, she uh, said most insurance companies cover it. No, she said the things that we already talked about that were covered that we were surprised that they were covered. Well, here's the here's the basic gist. If it's not covered, it'll cost about the same. Yeah. If it is covered, it'll cost less. Yes. If it's not covered, there's a possibility it'll count less. It'll cost less. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's what she said. Because some kind of discount. Because some insurance. insurance companies they give a discount because they don't cover it. Because they don't cover it, so it will cost less regardless. Yeah. Doing this procedure or doing this twenty three thousand and not covering that is cheaper either way. Right, and if I only, if we get pregnant the first time, we don't have to pay for those yeah, ultrasounds and monitoring exactly. anymore. So I'd never heard of this, but I, Stephanie's my favorite person because she may have just <laughs> saved us like five grand from this whole process if the whole thing goes the way it's supposed to. Because um, she didn't have to bring that up, but she knew about it. It's something that's obviously there for a reason, and it's awesome. So this clinic is really trying to save people money when they go through this between the med, like mm -hmm. re reusing meds, not reusing, but, you know, saving meds <laughs> and this whole process. It's cool that they try to do that. You know, yeah. I mean, it's still ridiculously expensive, but it's still cool that they try to save a little bit. So because they don't have to. I mean, I think of doctors like insurance companies kind of they're like they just get the thing done. They don't care about money at all. You know, I don't know. It's cool that they did that. So hopefully this will be all work out kind of. And and she said when she sends in the application, we she should know by the end of that day if we're approved or not. Right, which is really quick. And she will send it in as soon as my procedure summary is yeah. sent to her. And she did the whole so application thing, pretty much, right? Yeah, so that's the thing I have to remember tomorrow to tell my doctor, send this to the place. I okay. remember that. Um, oh, and they even, uh, Stephanie had, like, she's like, here's the best places that we found to get drugs. Nope, that, that was T. That oh, was, was it? Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. Yeah, we're going to go back to that. All right. Gonna, we haven't even talked about So they about. gave that's, us this. That's like the money's part. Yeah, they gave us this list of drugs that we have to get basically for the whole time, but also starting Wednesday, which you already yeah. got. And so, so we met with her on Wednesday, and they all, of course, know everything about me. <laughs> so they were like, your procedure is on the, on Tuesday, and there's a holiday, so you need to make sure you have Lupron yeah. before your procedure. And I, I'm glad that they did that because I was like, oh my gosh, you're right. Yeah, you have to start tomorrow. No. And by tomorrow, I mean Wednesday. Wednesday. <laughs> I know. And so, anyway. So, yeah, she gave us this big prescription sheet and uh, this list of places we could use. And she said, here's... not every pharmacy has fertility drugs. Right, and some are more expensive. Right. She said, here's the ones that may be cheaper for you. Check these ones out first kind of thing. Yeah, so we had her send it to a place that was local just to have it there, and then they would call me with the prices. Right. And then I also doubled, I compared the prices with an online pharmacy. Right. And the online pharmacy is $200 cheaper on one thing, so I'll use them for that one thing. Right. And the Lupron, I didn't even get a price comparison because I needed it. Right, you couldn't get it through the mail, you needed but, it Wednesday. Right, but I actually did get a price comparison, it was exactly the same. Oh, okay. So what I found out between the place we sent it and the one online place I called, because I couldn't, I didn't have time to call another place, is everything is exactly the same or $1 more expensive or $1 cheaper. Okay. So I thought it was easier just to get it local. Yeah. No, that makes sense. If it's that close, you might as well. Yeah. Except for the one thing, which I will have the clinic send the prescription to. But even this place, this is like a specialty pharmacy that I don't know that we normally would go to. Turns out it's not a specialty. It's... It's a regular place in a regular location right. that but I'm very familiar with. But it's called Specialty Pharmacy, which I don't... But, right. It's this company's Specialty Pharmacy. Right. So the, this location has... This company has many locations. This is the only one that has fertility drugs. Right. What I'm curious about is if, if, if there's a... Like, can you go to just, like, Target and get these drugs? No. That's you what can. I was trying to say to you. Well, I know that, but that's because that has nothing to do with Target. That's why I was asking. These are the only... It's right here. Not all pharmacies carry medications used for fertility treatment. I agree. Oh. But is Target one that would carry uh, fertility treatments? We have no idea. 
They're not on my list. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> but there's a lot on the list that we never checked because they said these ones are kind of usually what we found to be the cheaper ones. Mm-hmm. Something they did not have to do. They saved yeah. us some money that way. And maybe she was lying. <laughs> we don't know because we didn't check all of them because who has time? Ain't nobody got time for that. Uh, so is everybody drum rolled? Is, are we sharing the grand total of what our drugs cost? Sure. As of this as of this point, it could go up if they have to increase anything if I'm not responding right. correctly, or if I run out because she gave us the minimum she could um, for cost and what what have you. So the grand total is two thousand six hundred ten dollars and fifty eight cents and fifty eight cents. <laughs> and that's for this one time through. Yeah. Uh, and apparently a few things you said are covered by insurance. Two things: the antibiotics and the Valium. Oh. <laughs> so they'll give me a controlled. Opium. <laughs> they won't give me... Gonal F. Lupron. Ex- that's expensive. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. So that's drugs for the first time through. Yeah. Hopefully the only time through. And hopefully we won't have to get any more or they won't have to increase anything. Right. Which is a possibility, but we're going with hopefully not. And hopefully I don't drop a vial of drugs. Don't do that. Especially <laughs> this one that's $954. Well, that, that one that's 954 is... Um, I'm getting three pens... Right. So it's three hundred dollars per pen. Right. So don't drop. So if a I pen. break a pen, that's the worst. Yeah. It'll be like the time I threw away a hundred dollar bill. Why would you do that? No, it'd be like the time you have not yet thrown away a three hundred dollar bill because <laughs> <laughs> they're three hundred and eighteen dollars for a pen. And I didn't mean to throw away the, the hundred dollar bill, y'all. Oh, okay. Um, so that's the drugs, and we talked about the money, and I have all the drugs in my possession except for the one that we're getting online. But we don't. That's the last thing we need. It's the trigger shot. Right. We don't need that for a while. Do we know how much that is? 117. Oh, it's on this list? Yeah. Oh, it's counted right here. Yeah, I just haven't got it yet. Oh, and this is the pharmacy. I see. Look at you. I made a really handy spreadsheet, everybody, yeah. and I worked really hard on it, and Chris never looked at it until right now. Well, what do I need to look at it for? <laughs> I don't <laughs> what know. What does it do for I'm me? I'm sure I told her I made a spreadsheet about money. Right. I can just stare at it and be like, yay, spreadsheets. I don't need to look at it until you, you hey, did a good job. Mary would be impressed with my spreadsheet. Good job. Okay. Okay. What else was I going to say? Oh, that I have them all. It, uh, I've never, certainly I've never spent so much money at a pharmacy before. And I've never gotten so many items at a pharmacy. I haven't looked at them. There's one bag, the Lupron for sure has to be in the fridge. So the refrigerated bag is in the fridge, but I haven't looked at it yet. And then I have three other huge bags in the kitchen that I haven't looked at yet. But I thought tomorrow I would, uh, while I'm recovering and have nothing to do, because I don't think I can go outside and stuff, that I can maybe go through it and get it ready. Yeah. I did buy... Alcohol swab, uh, not patches, that's not the right word, but things. Depositories? Nope. So that I can, because I have to use an alcohol swab. Oh, yes. You need to wipe, wipe your stomach, which she showed you with a thing. And I'm real good at it, everybody. Yeah. And I also bought little um, plastic box container things. I'm think, I plan to organize my meds. So I was thinking in the next podcast, I might have a photograph of my medis- medication organization <laughs> plan. I might even clear out a shelf sure. in the bathroom. Okay. For this, because I have to do it in the morning in the bathroom. Like I don't. I'm anyway. So <laughs> next time <laughs> we'll have Amy's picture of her shelf. Of my yeah, my medication. We'll be able to we'll be able to talk about your surgery, and you will be giving yourself shots for almost a week. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. you'll be a pro. You'll be like, here's how it started. Here's how many needles have broken off in my stomach. <laughs> here's how much money I've thrown away. Here's how many ER visits I've had. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but we won't get to my shot yet. But I will give you a full detailed report about my blood draw because I know oh, people are really worried about that. Please. <laughs> Actually, no, it'll be next Monday we record, okay? Because next Tuesday I'll also be getting my massage. I can tell oh, I'm you about my massage. So. You better. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think that I feel like we went really fast. Yeah, because we had to fit everything in. We're still about an hour. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I, I hope we were entertaining enough for everybody. Yeah. I feel like maybe we weren't today, but... I feel like we may have a- added more questions to people than answered questions, because there might be like, what are they talking about here? What are they talking about here? What are they talking about here? I hope not. But okay. if so, rewind. Maybe play it in slow motion. That might help. Or if you do have a question, <laughs> you could post it on our Facebook page. Yes! Even better! Which or is... you could send us a private message through Facebook if you don't want your name to be used. Yep. Expensive Science Baby on and Facebook. we can try to answer your question. Or perhaps this is how the internet works, and the internet might be able to answer your question, but that's not as much fun. Um, 
yeah yeah that's it i think we're done um give it give us a like on facebook or share it if with somebody who you don't like if you don't like the podcast or somebody <laughs> you like if you like the podcast <laughs> all um, right and that's it thanks so wish, for wish me luck tomorrow and for you your luck is wishing for the past luck because you probably are probably already happy what is happening i don't know <laughs> all right hey, we'll talk to you later bye <laughs>